0: So, welcome to God Williams Podcast. This podcast is about teenage life. This is episode one. Teenage life, post-teenage life, adulthood and mistakes. As a teenager, you get to face a lot of challenges. Ranging from peer pressure, parental pressure, social vices, environmental vices, abuse, oppression, which eventually may lead to depression. You always get to find out that childhood is very fun compared to adulthood. There are a whole lot of problems associated with adulthood teenage life is a uh, point where you are pre-adolescent or post-childhood you're growing into an adulthood So an adult a growing a young adult so this period can be your pre-teenage teenage and post-teenage life and there is a whole lot of factors that influences this, like I've said. You have to be strong to face these challenges. You realize that as you grow older, from being a child to a teenager to a more, to an, more um, um, young adult to an older person, you realize that your face of life keeps changing. Things keep changing, decisions, mistakes, and all of these things, pressure come to affect you, abuse, gender factor, and all this could lead to depression. You have to watch out for yourself. At this point, you may not have too many people to talk to to believe in you. Or even if you may have, they will not understand some of the mistakes you've made already because it is very normal to have made mistakes while growing up. I have made mistakes as well. I have made lots of mistakes in life while growing up. I've made decisions that have affected my life. The decisions you make. Three five years ago have so much impact on your future today and your tomorrow. Like I've I've always said that you are living the future. Today is yesterday's future. Okay, today is three years ago future. You can't just keep existing and telling yourself that you will get better in the future every day you wake up is a future of a forgotten past or yesterday all right forget about the mistakes you made as a teenager it's not time to correct it's not time to build it's not time to stay strong if you've been broken before it is no time to regret Pack yourself, build yourself up, build your career, update your skill set, and get ready for the bigger fight. There's no more time for chocolates, there's no more time for candies, no more time for peanuts, no more time for ice creams. no more time for Halloween, no more time for Merry Merry Christmas smiles and gifts. It's not time you put out something time you reach out for more okay never ever settle for less when you can go for more i am giving this life coaching and personal experience podcast to help build you as a person i'll be sharing my personal experiences with you and challenges and milestones if this can motivate you i will be very happy Okay, now how do you get past all this? How do you surmount some of these mistakes? Have a positive mindset. Get actively involved in your day-to-day activity. Stop pondering and living in the forgotten past. Live your reality. It's 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 so overwhelming to realize that the little. The we may affect us so much, but that's the sad reality. Okay, you have to be strong to move, you have to have a stronger willpower. So, these are the things that you have to do to prepare yourself for a better hard. food get the career, get a skill. Get ready for the big fight. Even if you are in college, if you're studying, be good at what you're doing. Then update your relevant skill set regarding to your career or anything different that will earn your extra income. Technology it's booming you have to be relevant you have to stay active having one or two tech skills is very important google is offering a range of digital skills for free there are a lot of resources on Udemy, there's a lot of resources on youtube there's a lot of resources on coursera there are courses there are things that are going to better your life in your career in your evolving skill set everything is evolving if you already have a skill you have to keep updating yourself to stay relevant these are things that will make you very active in adulthood teenage life is not constant it's going to go away you're going to grow so you get ready to grow into the life you want to live not bad having big dreams I mean your dreams have to be taller your dreams have to be bigger than you so you can stay humble and loyal to Port alright okay I did not introduce myself I am thank god William you can check me on Facebook um Instagram as um, Instagram at the moment. You can check me out on LinkedIn. I'll be releasing another episode of this podcast to motivate you and bring you to limelight to see the beautiful Be another episode for life coaching an interactive session about my professional life and my skill set. I'm a digital marketer, I am a content writer and content creator. I am an SEO expert. I attended fundamental digital. Certificate in project management That's my skill set My career I am an undergraduate of Medicine and surgery I'm in med school I, Before med school I have attended College I have a degree in like, and Biotechnology And it's all very simple That uh, Despite all these life Goals and dreams digital skills is part of me and it is really good to have you listen to this podcast for more episodes keep your mind open and stay woke thank you see you some other time episode of teenage life mistakes and adulthood. is <laughs> um so amazing doing this podcast again this is um, a second segment of um, teenage life i i'm super excited and i wanted to do this podcast a long time ago i keep procrastinating uh yeah you know so teenage life mistakes and adulthood. like the last episode about teenage life we talked about most of the juvenile delinquencies the disappointment the thrills, the excitement about teenage life Mistakes and adulthood. Today I want to delve into the aspect of self esteem. As a growing child or as a teenager, your self esteem it's it's very important, okay. I have been a subject of ridicule, I face rejection, but my life personally has has been a careful analysis of what you may call um uh, what you may call a solid um a solid (laughs) pop. I've ever seen pop being solid it's impossible yeah. So, you have to find a way to solidify your self-esteem. I mean, growing up is fun. Being a teenager, it's super fun. But the things you're going to be facing while growing up is definitely going to dent your self-esteem your friends your rich kids the average kids most intelligent people the super super narcissist around you you, you meet a lot of people that will make you feel you don't exist So how do you deal with this? Your self-esteem is like a shield it, assuming you are a snail. When a snail is, um, is taken out of the shell or when the shell of a snail is broken, the, sh- the, the snail is exposed, more and more prone to danger. And Biologically, hardly can a snail survive outside its shell. So, self esteem is like a shell, it shields you from a whole lot. It builds a superficial, you know, velocity, it builds a superficial energy for you to move. Okay? Self-esteem is very, very crucial. How do you build your self-esteem? You talk to yourself. You energize yourself. You increase your own bonding desire. You pick yourself up. And you exalt yourself. A lot of people who face rejection, have suffered low self-esteem because they also criticize themselves. Okay, I mean, people tell you, well, you look ugly," body shaming. You look stupid. You're, you're not smart. And you look at yourself and you ask yourself questions: Am I stupid? Am I not smart? Am, am, am I actually look awful? And look beautiful? Are you getting me? You. Uh, personifying other people's opinion about you (laughs) this is something i've never attempted because i know how dangerous it is i've experienced worst days of my life i've experienced trying moments i've experienced low level attack i've experienced fear Self-esteem. You don't get to my self-esteem. That's a defense mechanism. As a growing teenager, you need this defense mechanism. All right. So, self-esteem. It's a priority. Okay. The third episode of this podcast will focus more about adults time. It's mistakes. Thank you for listening to this podcast. See you in the next episode. Do have fun. My name is Tango Williams. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Hello, good day, welcome to another edition of the Anger William Podcast. This edition, we will be talking about dealing with rejection. This is a special edition, thought edition of Teenage Life, Mistakes and Adulthood. Okay rejection. Have you ever been rejected? Have you ever faced rejection? Have you been in that situation where people treat you like trash, like you don't exist? Well, big or small, rejection affects us all. Rejection doesn't have to be about the big stuff, you know, like getting into your your top college, or the top college of your dream it doesn't have to be about the big stuff. Not making the team, you know, getting into um, the group, you know, political group, social group, you know, people who invite others and they don't invite you to something. Rejection doesn't necessarily need to be that big. But everyday life, every situation can lead to the feelings of rejection too. Like if you have a joke and nobody laughed at it, you made a joke and and you didn't get to laugh, that's rejection. So, and some may say, oh, that's boring, not funny, you know, sweet, you know, (laughs) that's rejection. Or if no one remembers to save you a seat at a lunch table, that's enough rejection. Or if you or any person you know get into an argument and their own point of view is not accepted. Like like nobody wants to listen to you. That's people not being civil, not not being open-minded enough. That's enough rejection. Okay? Now, let's, let, let's talk about the feeling, how does it feel, that silence feeling, that point where it feels like you don't exist, okay, you know, or what if someone comes, talks to everyone, refuses to talk to you, that's rejection, I mean, women face a lot of rejection, there is this misogynist or misogynistic or a social norm or a social ill that is going on where men walk into a gathering, greet all the other guys and will not greet the female. You know, give other guys a shake chant and just leave the female in a non existing form rejection that's you know uncivilized way of dealing with people people reject people unconsciously there is a conscious rejection there is an unconscious rejection where people don't even know what they are doing you walk into a group of people you give others compliments oh you, you, you I like your dress I like your dress you're looking good you're looking good and the third person you didn't get get anything didn't even get a good afternoon okay how are you like you have to balance it okay you don't leave people hanging because you don't know what these people are going through you walk into a group the other two people are dressing very nice oh you're looking good and you look at the third person better than walking away without saying anything you sell You you simply tell them Ah, uh, you're not looking back to <laughs> it's better and better than keeping quiet. Feeling rejected is the opposite of feeling accepted. But being rejected doesn't mean someone isn't not isn't liked, someone isn't liked, valued or important. But remember value takes time. So being rejected doesn't mean you don't have value, but value takes time to grow okay your value grows over time and why people will ridicule or reject you today may not stand the sight of you tomorrow i feel like breaking down i feel like oh my god because i've been rejected to I face rejection i feel like I'm dropping it here. so what i'm gonna just hold it strong because i have ways to cope with this I was rejected in the past, I faced a lot of rejection from people, friends and all of that, but, (laughs) but, we coped, you know, develop ways to survive, you know, to stand strong, to develop yourself, to have value to yourself, so being rejected is just simply a a minor setback that people can see your worth, can see your value, you know, in real time at a particular point in time we do not mean that your essence your existence that your value is diminished build your self-esteem okay build your self-esteem all right so grow your value so it doesn't mean that you're not valued or you're not important your value takes time it grows your value grows over time that is why people who ridicule or reject you today may not stand the sight of you tomorrow. So grow value, forget people. Grow value, forget people who reject you. Being rejected doesn't mean you have a problem. It just means that one time, in one situation, with one person, they didn't just walk out rejected in relationship, it's been rejected by friends, lovers, co-workers, family. But being rejected is not the end of the game. Now, being rejected hurts, you know. But it's impossible to avoid it. Although we wish to, we can avoid rejection, but it's it's part of everyday life. You can't really run away from that. People become too afraid of rejection. People don't want to get rejected. So, you don't want to try new things. You don't want to try new horizons. You know, you become too afraid of trying something new because you don't want that feeling. Get Sometimes you can't even walk into a crowd, 500 capacity crowd, you know, seated in a pavilion because you don't know how... You're gonna be looked at, you don't know how your dress looks, you don't know how your air, you don't know the how the trousers... you mean you just have low self-esteem coupled with the fear of being rejected. I don't wanna use the half word, but do away with rejection. Do away with it. Alright. Do away with rejection. You know some persons cannot even Contribute to um, a meeting, class, you know, student, teenagers, you know, to have this phobia, to speak, fright. because you don't know how you want to sound, you don't master your voice, you don't master your yourself, you have to come over there, get over it, master the heart of being yourself, be you, do you, fuck rejection, So, what are the effects of rejection? You know, makes you lose your self-esteem. You what? Lose your value. Fear of trying could be business. You're afraid to start something here. Fear of starting over again. Relationship because of how you've been treated. You don't want to start again. You have to get over that poverty. Fear of risk taking. Could be as a result of um, you, know, you don't you don't want to be rejected, so you don't want to try, you don't want to stand out, fear of getting shamed, body shaming. People shame people a lot. Men shame women, women shame men. Body shaming. You know you don't have days, you don't have big days, you're, you're not tall, you're short. You don't have big shape. You don't have fig eight figure shape. You need. Big, chubby, or not, I don't like you. You think we we get a lot of that, and some people are just so inhuman that they don't care about how others feel. Before you say what you want to say, try and think, how would you feel if these things were said to you? All right, so how to cope with rejection? How do you cope with rejection? What are the strategies of coping with rejection? Coping with rejection involves working with two things. How you feel and what you think. So let's start with the feelings. If you get rejected, acknowledge it yourself, okay? Don't try to brush it off the heart. Don't don't try to brush off the heart or pretend it's not painful. Instead of thinking I shouldn't feel this way. How about how normal it is to feel like you do? Given your situation, what you're feeling is a real you. If it's not you, then it's time to work on yourself. Notice how intense your feelings are. Did this rejection upset you a lot? What do you need to change? Or did it just upset you a little? Did you cry? But you must cry if you want it's a natural way to release your emotion and gain strength now move on move on with your life move on to name what you're feeling for example are you feeling disappointed know. are you feeling that you need to work on yourself okay you're feeling disappointed you didn't, they didn't choose you to be part of the group they didn't you choose you didn't you make you the group leader the group head you know or you wanted something so badly and you don't give it to you if you want to tell someone what else happened speak to someone how you feel about it you know when people reject you talk to them if you don't want to talk to them get support talk to just someone else someone who will listen and be supportive Telling someone else can help you for two reasons. It can be reassuring to increase and boost your self-esteem because people who know your true value, like your family, if if you're not the one who rejected you, can make you see how important you are, you know, value your existence, okay? Whether you decide to share your feelings with someone else or simply think, about them yourself acknowledging feelings can help you move beyond painful emotions be positive when you're dealing with pains and emotions you know painful emotions like rejection it's easy to get caught up in bad feeling yeah but dwelling on the negative stuff can feel like living the experience over and over again because you keep going back there you keep thinking about it you don't have to be that way. Not only does it keep holding you if you keep bringing all of this, you know, memory lane, the thought back to how you got rejected, it pains, it's painful, it makes you live on the past. So admit that you felt rejected, but don't dwell in it. Avoid talking or thinking about it non stop, talking about. Welcome to Thank God We Podcast. In this episode of Teenage Life, Mistakes, and Underworld Podcast, we will be talking about seniority syndrome. <laughs> Ooh, I am the eldest. I senior you. I beat past you. You be small boy. <laughs> you know, that is what people say. When they want to possess the senior seniority syndrome, you know, the feeling of um, looking at others as subordinate, subjective, you know, senior high school made senior um, whatever, they may feel this is insane. It is eating, eating the society. People feel that older people should be given more opportunities, older people should be more respected. I mean, respect. You don't get any respect if you don't respect yourself. You don't deserve any shit, not even a drop of respect. Of course, the society has um, made it a norm that these people should be given more emphasis. I mean, why? Why do you? Why do you think that because of your age factor, you? You, you're more deserving, and I mean, this is different from elderly respect. Okay, respect is mutual, it's respect is reciprocal, but you don't command it without being responsible, ordained, and uh, moral. You know, some it, it, I mean, seniority syndrome is a moral decay. I I must tell you. A lot of people post this. We we, we suffer seriously from um, this disease. It's a very serious disease. I I call it seniority syndrome. Yeah, that's what I call it. You know? We have taken this seniority business too far. (laughs) I remember those days growing up. I mean, if I meet you any day and you look at me and and you're like... That was my high school junior. That's fine. I mean... But you don't... You you dare not... Ridicule me. Or you don't even feel that... You should be in a more better position. You should have more money. You should be more qualified for a job. You should be more vast with knowledge. I mean, you don't know shit... If you don't want to know shit. You can't grow if you don't want to grow. I'm not responsible for your life. I mean... That is what the society has made things look like. I mean, the fact that you were a high school senior doesn't mean that you're gonna have a college degree first before your junior ones. I mean, I had junior colleagues who were with me in the same class during my college days. Okay, I mean, when we did four hundred level, they were also in four hundred level. We did a project you know they were also doing project like junior students <laughs> so why didn't I bring in the seniority syndrome I mean how do you expect destinies in life to be pegged because of your own self uh, self <laughs> a or acclamation you are so so wrong life does not give a chance to such thought there is no Seniority syndrome in the equation of life, survival of the fittest. That is the theory, you know. The fittest survive. Natural selection. So be, either that you are older, you have to be well equipped. You have to get skills. You have to get more college degrees. You have to be qualified. I mean, you don't deserve it because. You have been there for a longer time, or you have um, you hold that, nah, it's not right. Okay, it's not right because like you see young people are CEOs of companies and they have people so that their grandparents in the firm working it works that way. It works. So, we have taken this seniority business too far. With not value, contribution, creativity has been pushed to a backseat. Highly talented people are frustrated because their skills, intelligence, and hard work is being ignored just because they are not senior enough to be taken seriously. The syndrome has hurt our nation badly. Yeah, so bad, especially in Nigeria. You be small boy, let me senior you know. when born now. Wendy and Bonham. We know when it starts now, be that boy where they walk, where they walk and make it for. <laughs> <laughs> be that girl. You know, they use this to shame people. The society needs to be healed. You know, it has affected our nation badly. The syndrome is visible in colleges and university in the form of ragging. It is visible in family and religious space. Anything we do not like is against the value. There is no need to end it. The syndrome is well established in the space of governance, in government. Yeah. These are people in power. And there are people in power who do not command respect or obedience by the virtue of wisdom, skills, or contribution, but they desire to be respected and obese because they are holder at the nigerian political system okay that's a good example for them the only means of getting what they want is by promoting the idea of seniority you know they know better They are more experiences of the problems of the nation i mean experiences can be read doesn't mean everyone has to become seven say because before they have this well of experience to lead it is unbelievable but true that officers of the Indian administration services follow the strictest form of protocol of seniority. Yeah, it happens, not just in Nigeria, yeah? other places. Okay, say in school, we can hear a child of class three referring to another child of class five as his or as senior. You know that that syndrome grows even from school. You know. You see, senior students don't allow the junior ones to climb their blocks, you know. They don't allow them to wear certain style of uniform. Oh, my God! Each year, our colleges produces these people with this mentality. So, they recycle them from school to the society. People don't allow others to cross their field because the field are meant for seniors. So, it's it starts from the educational system. And this is how rejection and discrimination comes in. Seniority syndrome is eating deep. Each year, our colleges produce hundreds and thousands of young professionals who should be free thinkers and creative thinkers, but regrettably, they are not. They feel they need to be in certain age to be able to command some level of respect and contribution. In the name of In the name of our culture people are being taught to be subservient people are taught to to be loyal You know that loyalty people tell you you're not loyal okay you know we, we are told from the time we are born that we must uphold our traditional culture to respect elders you know that's why it's today young people can speak up for abuse people are threatened and because of the senior, you know, when the young child tells the parent something, the parent will not even listen because they are not big enough to call the older ones who will lie and repeat the truth and, you know, keep abusing the young people. Young people need to kill the seniority syndrome, you know. Tell your high school seniors, let them go fuck themselves. Yeah. Don't insult them, but be outspoken. Smart. Be diplomatic. Face your life. The fact that people are your high school seniors, you know, higher levels, doesn't make them greater than you. You have a destiny, a part of faith, life to pursue. It is not a determinant. Life, no balance. So you don't create that superficial mental balance because you're a holder. You know, other people, you know, you have to drive a car before them. you have to... A lot of those things happen, you know. We are told from time that we are born and we must uphold this culture. Fair enough. I have nothing against that. You you know, you could keep your cultural heritage. You could observe your, you know, if if it doesn't come with hypocrisy, you could bow down, worship your king, you know, kneel down, you know, observe any form of your loyalty. But hypocrisy. You know, tribes and all of those things, people are hypocrites. So, but once this um, concept is settled in our mind, then we are told that unconditional obedience, you know, is part of our tradition and culture. We are told that the teacher's wisdom is infinite, that elders' words are infinite. Who told you? Most of those cliches are aborted. All right? Most of those things were formed from ignorance, from a cake, you know, insinuations and imaginations, uncivilized thought. They should be aborted. Elders' words are not finite. There is a, res- a revolution in life. There should be a revolution in thought. Kill the seniority syndrome. Kill it. Elders' wisdoms are not overall. They are not... Yeah, they're not. They're not finite. There is need for objection. There is need for a re-evaluation. There is need for formatting all of those things. You know, there is no rule book to live. There is no manual to life. I'm, I'm not against people, you know, listening to elders getting advice, but I'm simply against that entitlement mentality it has to be taken off the wheel it's not helping okay it's not helping at all you know the question I want to access is unconditional obedience really part of our culture and tradition or is it um a cliche is it an healed thought you know Again, you're unconditionally obedient. You have to always be obedient. You know, your people are humiliated. You're humiliated. You're ridiculed. You're, you know, there's no better parenting. Especially African parents, you know, they don't have this diplomatic culture. They don't talk to their children they don't ask them what they want they don't ask them how they feel they love them they don't ask them what they like their own opinion percent of african homes i mean it's like a cycle so you're programmed to be unconditionally obedient you know your opinion doesn't matter and this hurts so much so seniority syndrome it's 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 a disease demoral decay it's a disease yeah it's 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 traumatic we don't accept that i'm not a part of it i will not be a part of it everyone little small high school grad undergrad deserves to be equal in thought. People should evaluate people based on skills, talent, you know, what they know, potentials, what they can do, Leave the age factor. Thank you for listening to this episode of Teenage Life, Mistakes, and adulthood This is particularly for Hard-Adulthood, the seniority syndrome, episode 4 of uh, Teenage Life podcast. Thank you. See you around.